Hey, hey, welcome to Tuesday morning, April the 28th in 2020 on When Our Eyes. We're in year A and the fourth Sunday of Easter as we get closer and closer to the day of Pentecost, the next big holiday in the life of the church. On Tuesdays, we like to tackle the psalm for the week, and the psalm is Psalm 23, the most famous psalm. There's a good chance that uh, if you've been to a memorial service within the last year, that Psalm 23 was used 100% of the time. And so uh, what an interesting task I have today to uh, read that psalm and provide maybe something new that you haven't heard about Psalm 23. So I'm going to take that opportunity. Challenge accepted. So we will read Psalm 23 and I'll provide a couple points of reflection, and then we'll spend some time praying along the theme that's teased out of the text today. Thanks for making this party morning on Winter Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of God for us. All right, let me provide a couple points of reflection on Psalm 23. I heard a rumor that as a new person was baptized in the very earliest days of the church, that the the whole church gathered around them would sing Psalm 23. And so what was typically the, the custom was someone was baptized on Easter morning after going through a season of teaching and training uh, before they became a Christian. The first moment of becoming a Christian, they're baptized. Then they enter into the church and they take their first communion with the rest of the church. And so what better way of welcoming somebody into the life of the church than to sing the themes of Psalm 23. Um, maybe it's because uh, this person is on a brand new journey and as they enter into a new community, enter into a new life, a brand new life of faith, uh, inevitably the old world will be encroaching in upon their mind and upon their heart and even trying to cloud their soul. And so the themes that come from Psalm 23 were a reminder that even in the midst of the darkest valley that uh, God comforts and that God is a shepherd. Uh, this psalm has two different movements. The first movement is God seen as shepherd. He's one who's out there. He went and searched for us. He searched for me. He searched for you. And he brought us into a safe place. Uh, we see that even through the darkest valley, the, the valley of the shadow of death, as the old King James says, uh, that God was there with us. There were certain places in Israel's uh, topography where in the middle of the day, during the heat of the sun, uh, you would actually, if you walked in a valley, most of the sun's light would be blocked from you. And so you'd experience both the heat and the darkness at the same time. And that would have been like a kind of decentering moment. Uh, but even there, the psalmist says that God is with him and he'll lead him through. The second half of the psalm sees God as a host, and there are peculiar people who are invited to this party, even 
uh, among the enemies among this person, God will set a table and instead of holding weapons in our hand, we put the weapons down in order to eat our food. And so here's a God of omnibenevolence. He takes care of our needs, but he also seeks to patch things up between us and our enemies. And the refrain, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Goodness, or in the Hebrew word tov, is the the operating software in which this whole wide world was created. When God created, it was good, it was good, it was tov, it was tov, it was tov. And so what we have is a reorienting of God's world around us, that uh, the nature of who we are are not just pilgrims passing through to go to a, a better place. No, even now, even in the land of the living, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life because God's a good shepherd and God is a good protector and God is a good host. And so what ultimately the song does is it reorients us to the world that God wants us to engage with, uh, a, a world in which he's with us, where he protects us, and he provides for us. And I think those are the base needs that you and I experience from time to time. There are multitudes of people who wake up today who have those needs fresh on their minds, perhaps more so than we do. And so maybe we could pray not just for our own needs, but pray for the needs of those among the chronic poor who their only answer, their only salvation today is going to be the Lord God Almighty. And so may we pray for them that God would provide for their needs. Let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that uh, you are the God who is with us. I thank you that one of the earliest things that we learn in the life of faith is that you're a provider. You're the God who, like a shepherd seeking a lost sheep, you went out looking for us and you found us and you lead us all the way back to home. And home is not just a, a place that's just a little bit better than being lost in the wilderness, but home is a place that is full of goodness and full of mercy and full of provision and full of surprises. I'm reminded of the words of Dallas Willard who said that, God, you lead the most interesting life because you know it all. You know all of us in our frame, in our experiences. You see every sunset. You see every sunrise. You see every miracle that pours forth every single day. It all belongs in your care and it all belongs in your knowledge. So God, we thank you that we can trust you, that you're the God who has this interesting economy of provision. And so we thank you that you provided for our needs thus far. You've given us life. You've given us breath. You've given us food to eat and share. You've given us jobs and resources and networks of friends and people who check in on us. God, we know that we're blessed today. God, we also know that there are many uh, who are not like us, who wake up today, they don't have enough food, uh, they don't have medical care, they don't have a provision. And so God, they look for an answer outside of themselves and they wonder if that answer is going to come. And so God, we pray for whole communities of people who don't have clean drinking water, don't have enough nutritious food, who don't have health care networks that take care of even the basic needs that we have come so easily uh, to know that we're going to be taken care of. And so God, we pray that you'd be the creator God who's good, that goodness and mercy would not just follow us, but would follow everyone under the sun today, that they would know the provision of our God and that they'd look for you for that uh, provision and for that goodness and for that blessing, that as they receive it, they would be grateful. May you find grateful hearts scattered all over the earth today. And may we all praise you with the fruit of our lips, understanding that you sustain us this moment and the next and the next and the next. You are the holy God. You are the shepherd. You're the one who also hosts us. 
and goodness and mercy follow us. So God, we give you praise today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.